Good morning. What's going on? Well, good morning for you. Yes. It's uh, 5.30 over here. In the afternoon? In the afternoon, yeah. I'm glad it's not early, early morning, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to talk to you again, dude. How's things been, eh? Good, man. Just, you know, a lot of craziness, but the same as usual, you know, like uh, just working hard. I mean, I've been nonstop for, to be honest, this year since uh, January. So it's been like kind of great, crazy, crazy year for me. It's just passing by so quickly. Yeah. Where's it gone? Like, even for me, I'm like, it was, it was Christmas like two days ago. Now. Yeah. Well, you know what it is, right? It's just because the pandemic ended. Yeah. And now that it's gone, it's like, oh, we're back to normal kind of. And then everybody's just, you know, running around doing everything they didn't do for all these years. So it's passing by pretty quick. I think that's my impression of it. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> I think yeah. you're right, dude. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, man, of course, uh, the new Cataclysm album, uh, Goliath, is out on August 11. And, man, this thing is, like, really good. Like, really, really, really fucking good, dude. Like, Thank I'm you. super I impressed. Appreciate I appreciate that very much, man. We worked really hard on it. Uh, it's got a lot of heart. And so it's it's one of those very honest records. We, mm. we we you know we let the we let the blood flow, and it just came out the way it did. You know, so we're very happy with the results. What's well, album number fifteen? I mean, that's incredible, dude. It's a little crazy <laughs> when you think about it. It's a little because that's just cataclysm. Then I have you know four with X Dale, and yep. I have another one uh, had a solo album released last year, I believe it was last year. Yeah. So it's like I just stuff that it's just craziness, you know. The, what twenty records in my career, man. So, that's yeah. that's that's a lot, dude. That's a lot to cram in in, in that time. Most bands, they'll get maybe three out of a decade. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I think I you know they'll get yeah. They're like every three to five years, I'll release a record. Uh, but they are just maybe just artistic. I I use music as therapy. To me, it's therapy. So like I pump records out because I need to. You know what I mean? So it's an input thing, an output thing. For so basically, it's uh, you know, some people you know punch the punching bag. I release <laughs> records. You know, so it's like it's the way I the best I could describe this feeling. You know. Oh, screaming into a, a microphone is is very th- therapeutic, man. I, I just like just telling the world, "Fuck you!" Oh, you dude, the best, <laughs> the best feeling. Like people, you know, I've been doing it for twenty years, and you know that that Wednesday night jam for me is where it's at. You know what I mean? It's that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's crazy. It's the best. Yeah, but uh, this album is is definitely more aggressive as well. You know, than right. yeah, more blasting. You know, more intensity. What what sort of? I mean, obviously coming out of that thing that happened um mm-hmm. what what drove that direction that heavier sound um two two reasons i think i mean you know unconquered first of all the one before um yeah. that was that was recorded and 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 written before the pandemic right before that thing let's say the thing so you don't get a strike or anything <laughs> <laughs> so 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 you know it 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 ended up uh coming out uh, during it because of the situation that, you know, we, we took the decision to release it because like I said, for us, it's therapy. And, and I, and I know a lot of people needed something. And at that time it was the first six months of it. We decided to just release it, you know, and not give a fuck whatever the label was saying. And it wasn't about the money for us. This is something important. We did it right. And ended up doing really well for us on the long run. So it was a good record. 
Um, but this one was was written and recorded in 22. So basically, we started really early in the year, and the, the, this thing was still there, and but it was winding down, kind of. But we yeah. got enough of it to have enough of a picture of what happened, why it happened, the things that happened, and uh, the situation in general. So we had a lot of anxiety and kind of yeah, aggressiveness, a lot of dramatic uh, riffing on this record. Um, it kind of just kind of had to blur it out, you know what I mean? And I'm pissed, you know, and it's like, yeah. you know, you, you don't lock down a guy like me and think that's, that's going to be okay. There's going to be a monster that's going to come out of it. You know what I mean? And that's, I think that's what this record's about. Um, and, and, and musically, and then obviously lyric by lyric wise, it gave us all the chance to realize what the fuck's going on. And, and I think when, when you're going full speed ahead in life and then you're given that time to stop forceful, forcefully, and then you get to see the world and everything that's going on. And I, to me, it freaked me out to see that we're yeah. in this situation. Um, so that's that's the lyrical content that's going on there. It's kind of like us versus the machine, you know. Very relevant right now, like that title. You know, I, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's I think I, and, and, it's, and, and honestly, the title came simply in my backyard with a bunch of friends of mine hanging out, having beers, talking about the world, whatever. And one of my friends was just like, this is, we're living in a modern day David versus Goliath moment. And I was like, holy fuck, that's a title right there. Like I was like, yep. You know, at the beginning I was going to call it David and Goliath. And then I was like, no, I'm going to go more aggressive. I'm going to go the focus on the machine, Goliath, you know, and it's yeah, then, yeah. then I was, so, um, yeah, I think we are. And I think it's a great timing for it, you know, and it's, 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 it needs to be done, you know, and we're the band that's always been open to to discuss things that are more social based or even you know mentally based or whatever you know like we are we are of the moment type of band we're not like mm -hmm. satanic or whatever one you know killing babies that's not us you know what i mean so it's like so we are we are like uh bros in a in a in a bar having beers and talking about life and you know what's bothering you type of shit you know we're like that you know yeah yeah and then at the end of the night you're drunk and you forget everything <laughs> so that's the <laughs> did, you have it read, did you write it down your phone you just woke up the next morning and go eh, there was something that was oh yeah i often do that <laughs> you know it's just um i i i had to do it it was just something me that that said like you know what i'm not going to do the conventional thing of going like this happened i'm going to put it in a way that's open and people can interpret it the way they want but the artwork was extremely important without saying anything Yes, you know it's, the artwork says everything, and and I think that that was a very important piece, and I needed somebody that's going to knock it out of the ballpark. And Ellerin Contour is the best guy to do anything best. biblical, you know, anything biblical or historic. He's the guy, you know, that can that can bring back the past. And uh, there's nothing more relevant than something about David versus Goliath ideology from the thousands of years ago to now. Nothing's changed. It's just a different you know, uh, you know, environment, but the fucking idea is the same, you know, and then that's, that's the thing that freaked me out the most, you know, and I, and I, and I thought, you know, bring me an artwork that's modernized, that feels real and people can relate to, you know, and it's metal as fuck, you know, that was most important. Man, I, I <laughs> love his artwork. I, I think he's, he's changed the game a fair bit. He's yeah. made like metal that he's brought the art, metal and it made it very very challenged he's, yeah he's challenged 
artists yeah. to be better. That's you know? exactly so, right. You know, gone yeah. are the days of skeletons riding motorbikes with chicks on the back and the apocalypse going off. It's all about, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But now um, you're feeling real. You know? <laughs> <Let's yeah. see. laughs> We've been there. We've done that. But it's you know, I love how how he's done that. And I think did you did you give him the idea and he he went away with it, or is it something that he had already? Uh, drawn up that you sort of drawn no to? no 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 this was all my idea with him uh but we connected quickly like he got what i wanted like he's like at this you know like it's gonna be simplistic it's gonna happen but it'll be simplistic but it's gonna hit hard you know and i was like let's do it you know and, and i saw it we had maybe two three adjustments and it was done you know it's i was like this is it right here send it to nuclear blast and they freaked out on it and uh so yeah, it's 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 really cool. So I'm I'm very happy about the the overall how easy it, like that's that's when you know you're you're writing a truthful wave of artistic you know yep. uh, creation is when you're doing the record it's smooth, you're recording it it's smooth. The mix went great, and then the artwork boom like just like like this. So that's when you have all kinds of complications, mm. you don't know uh, why those forces are against you. But now we had the forces with us when we did this record. That's how I felt. We've had records that would have been difficult to write, but this one was, you know, we wanted to do it. The output was there, you know. i got to say, the production is perfect. Like, Thank you. I, man, I've, I, I actually tested it. I got a new stereo in my car. Almost blew my fucking windows out. <laughs> but man, Dude, it was... This- yeah, Chris Glancy is like an incredible producer and he's underestimated. Um, you know, it's him and Colin Richardson. He's a legend, you know, Colin yeah, Richardson yeah, yeah. did Heads and the Carcass and all those big records. The Heartwork album, I believe he did that one. So he did, you know, it's he's, he's a legendary producer, but 90% of the job was done by Chris Clancy. And and he was working and working and he's he was Andy Sneep's assistant and uh, Colin Richardson's assistant. And now he's the... He's the guy that's coming up and um, he's still underground, you know, but I like that because he's, 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 he's that guy that's releasing records like this, you know, that are very organic, you know, with a lot of power. Yeah, man. And the guitar, like the guitar tone just crushes on this one. Yeah. Like yeah. Really and that's, and on so it. we've, we've, we've went down tuned on this record and yeah. we seven string guitar and uh, JF has, um, we've embraced this new mother. We modernized to me, it's a modernization of the sound mm-hmm. because we were, you know, we've been doing the same thing for, for you know, what 13 records. So I figured, yeah, 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 something out, and that's where we're going now. But, uh, but I feel that this is the right direction. Sounds really, really massive, you know. Well, did on, on Conquered, like that's when I first I was like, yeah, this is meaty, but there's been something in that's happened with that tone that's just been really honed in. And it just, it just crushes me. <laughs> and like, I just. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We, 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 uh, we obviously it's like anything, right. You do it yeah. for the first time and you have that, that innocence of the first time, but then you're like, yeah. you know what, maybe I can mess with this a little bit more. And so that's, what's been going on. So good. So good. And it's really catchy too, but spoilers, mm-hmm. but, uh, there's a song that, uh, sacrifice for truth. There's, yes. there's one little bit spoilers, ladies and gentlemen, where I can imagine like a festival crowd like seeing that riff. There's that one little melodic like, and it just sounds goosebumps, dude. I was driving and I just I was like, oh, yeah. You so write that on purpose? 
Yeah. Yes. And that's the cool thing about that song specifically. That's our bass player's track. He wrote that one. And Steph is the type of guy that uh, for the last few years, we had some issues with, with our lineup. Like um, we, there was, there was a crack in the foundation with the writing between him and our drummer that we had at the time, you know? Mm -hmm. So this record has James Payne that came into the band and, and it was the missing link in the band. Like, he came in and the chemistry just exploded and this drove everybody to contribute. We, we, me and Jeff have been writing the last few records by ourselves mainly. And with, with this new lineup, Steph was like, okay, I'm ready to contribute. So he hadn't contributed like this much since we did shadows and dust, which is like 2002. So there's, it's been like 10 years of him not really being there, you know, in a way, you know, 20 years of him, kind of you know being a song you know do three songs not leaving the band but leaving the he says yeah you guys you got this you know here's i'll do this and in the bass and it's cool but this record is like I, I feel it's time for me to do something i said hey man bring it to the table and and um he did he worked on a bunch of songs on this record with jf but that was his song sacrifice for truth it was his you know and I told him we're keeping that one best for last one for you, man. <laughs> he was happy. So I love that song. That fucking that that opening riff is killer, you know. Yeah. Tasty, man. So good. So good. And I mean, you guys are, are very consistent when it comes to uh releasing music. You know, you touched up on it before, like every couple of years, you know, unlike some other bands like, you know, Tool, where you have to wait. <laughs> a decade, you know, you can you can count your age by how many albums they release. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. how how do you, I mean, how do you keep that creative fire going? Because not only that, with your other projects as well, like XDO, how do you keep that creative fire going and not burning out and hitting writer's block because you're putting... Um, I can tell, I can tell when we've reached a time where everybody needs to disconnect from it and uh, do their thing. I can, I can, I can, I can see when that is coming because we've been together for so long that I know you know, and uh, I don't know where the hell JF gets all his, his inspiration either, man. I mean, this guy has got to be one of the most underrated guitar players in the world. I mean, Incredible. all the riffs he's brought to Cataclysm and that's challenged, like, I mean, so many, you know, albums out there that, like, I had um, Rob Barrett from Cannibal Corpse, you know, he still talks about the crippled and broken riff, you know, he's like, dude, that riff, you know, he's like that. So, so it's just got it in him and uh, he's very soulful. And I think that, that, you know, when he's ready to write, I just let him go, you know what I mean? And that's, and that's the thing. And, and then I'll come in and give my ideas and then we got something, but it's, it's one of those things where we're so used to like, you know, why are we waiting? Like, you know, we have inspiration. Let's do it. As long as we have inspiration. If we don't have inspiration, it's not worth writing. For Xdeo, for example, the last two years, it's kind of like not much going on there. Like, so we, we we're kind of like maybe at the end of this year we could start working on some some tunes for that. But right now, there's not enough. We're all into cataclysm, you know. So um, I think that's that's the main thing. It's all about feeling, you know. Absolutely. But then, then again, you know, we're talking about bands that don't release stuff for ages. It's same with, I, I guess, some filmmakers as well. You know, they seem to, I don't know, lose their touch a little bit when they leave it too long. Do you think that's part of it as well? Like you're keeping that fire going and that's keeping that evolution of the band pushing forward instead of going, ah, oh, we'll just, just, you know, push it off, push it off, push it off. Do you think that's part of it as well? I think it's a very good question. And uh, there's an innocence factor. Basically, 
there's that factor that in the beginning, when you start, there's no expectations. Mm. So people don't know you, right? So you're going to go out there and it's you, right? And then there's success that comes. And then when you keep doing you, at some point they're like, yeah, but I like you on the first record. I don't like you on the third record, you know? So I want you to go back to that. But then you're not you anymore because that's not anymore who you are now, right? Mm. So the pressure comes in there. And that's when people don't know what to do or they're like, I play music for me. If my fans don't like it and whatever, well, then I have the question of why you release records worldwide then, right? Then play in your basement and or garage and you'll be happy, right? Yeah. No, but they want to release records because they want to make money and they want to tour. But then there's a responsibility to the fans as well. So yes. we write we write with that thing of, you know, this is what made the band. This is the brand of Cataclysm. You know, we can play around in our universe and change things around and whatever, but the base core of it needs to remain because that's what people fall in love with, right? And uh, and uh, and that's that's for me the 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 way we think when we write and then and then uh, decide to do what we do. You know, it's not based on any you know a preconceived uh, thing. And so when when uh, or, or or like a, a a destination, it's more like this is how we are modernize it move it around make it better make it more you know it's like if you an oreo cookie for example right well oreo cookie it doesn't matter if it's 10 20 years it's still going to be good still going to be the same one i'm <laughs> talking about that because i got them for my kid the other day but then you know they, they, they mess with it a little bit one year they released the, the double fudge thing or whatever and they're like oh this is too sweet <laughs> whatever it is you know so you know look at it as like this because i'm italian i'll, I'll go there it's a pizza. And in the pizza, it's going to be the base. It'll be the same. Yep. And you're going to mess around every record with different ingredients. And some of them is going to be like, holy shit, it's the best pizza I've ever made. So we're hoping Goliath is in the, some of the top one. It's spicy, this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's saying that. Pineapple pizza. Yeah or nah? Oh. So, all right. So let's go here. All right. So listen. <laughs> if I say yes, I'm disowned as an Italian, right? So, <laughs> My wife is Colombian and then she likes she likes it on her pizza because in Colombia that's a big thing and that's how she grew up with it. So she'll order it sometimes and when she's not looking I'll take a bite. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first people. You heard it here first. This is going to be right up there on blabbermouth. For he sure. Eats pineapple on his pizza when his wife's not yeah. looking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, man, I, of course, the videos are incredible as well. Um, Bringer of Vengeance and and Die as a King are incredibly well made. Um, and and I like how the stories connect. Is this something that you're wanting to um do more of? Is there, there more to this story that you're wanting to tell? So that one's going to be pretty much complete. That's because that was the two songs that were related to that idea uh, mm. on the record, uh, and we did like that weird thing where we did the second that like the uh, the the prequel came out after. So so we did like the the you know the aftermath first, which was Bring Your Vengeance, and then we did the Die as a King, which was the prequel, just to make it different and connect the entire movie kind of thing, you know. And um, the idea. The idea was uh, uh, part of the Goliath uh, general idea of, um, you know, standing your ground till the end, which is the, the king that he knows he's defeated. He knows it's going to it's going to end, but he's not going to make it easy. He's going to fight till the end and mm -hmm. preserve his honor. Right. 
And then his kid that sees it, he's protecting his kid by doing that. And his son, uh, which later on becomes uh, the, you know, the prince becomes the king. And his sole mission is to to uh, avenge his father and bring honor back to the family or the kingdom, however you want to see it. It's done in that kind of dramatic way, kings and all that. But the idea is, in general, is for anything. You know, patience in the end will give you what you want, but it's not going to be given for free. Yeah. There's going to be price to it. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm firm firm believer. In this world today, they're telling you that you don't have to do anything. Everything's going to be okay. We're going to be, you know, big papa, whatever, everything you need. But I be still be a hard believer of hard work and you got to earn things. I, I, I come from that background. I ref I re everybody that doesn't do it and does the opposite is not doing too well, in my in like from what I can see. So that still becomes a fundamental thing that's important uh, in, in learning you know, as you grow, you know, in life. And I think that's important, you know, and that's what I teach my kids. That's it. Hey man, you got to do it. Hey, there's too many, too many kids out there that, that aren't learning that, you know, got to get your hands dirty. Maybe it's that generation. I don't know. I'm an older dude. You said it. You said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to, you got to tell me, you got to, you know, my kids, I was having the same conversation with my son the other day. You know, yeah. Money, you know, you can. It's not their fault. It's not their fault. They're just living in yeah. a very safe environment, and uh, then as soon as there's a little something like ah, you know, it's like, well, listen, you know, you you gotta understand. Have to understand what that means because one day we're not we not might be in this in this you know we might not be in this easy world you know yeah that you have right now you know it's like it's only a few generations ago that the whole world was in chaos just a few yeah. generations ago. So, so, you know, it can happen again, you know? So it's, 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 uh, I'm going to show you my shirt. You'll understand. Oh yeah. Back. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. You know what? That can, hard times make tough men. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Soft yeah. times. What is it? So hard times make tough men. Tough men. It's then it's, uh, wait, so it's, so, so Just it's right good times. Wait, hard times, hard times make tough. Good, good times make lazy people. Something like that. And yeah, then, yeah, 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 yeah. But yes. you get the concept. That's exactly so, right. Yeah, it's a circle, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, we're in that uh, we're in that phase now of right before this. So we're not in the hard times, but we're heading there because you know of of, of everybody's you know like oh I'm owed something. So it's and that's that's the problem, you know. So. And and it's weird, but it is what it is, you know. So it's I agree. You know, I hate to be one of those doomsayer dudes, but strapping, ladies and gentlemen, because shit's coming. Hey, eh? like it's, it <laughs> it's not going to be the yeah. cycle, yeah. right? The cycle of things, you know. Right, yeah, you know that's yeah. a whole other conversation. But uh, you know, of course, uh, you hit the road recently with Soil Work, Soil Work Boys, and DSI, two separate two runs. How was that? Yeah. It looked like it was a damn good time. It was a great time, tiring as fuck, because I mean, you know, we we did 35 countries, 72 shows in three months, you know, and that's all of Europe and all of South America, you know. So we went at it really hard. Um, this was stuff that was planned for Unconquered already, and it got delayed and delayed. And then uh, we were able to connect with Soul Work and do this thing, uh, which was already planned, and uh, we wanted to do it also because this record was coming out. So this gave us a chance to reconnect with our fans uh, before this record got dropped. And uh, South America was in the plans as well with DSI. We've, we've become very good friends with those boys. 
um and uh mr glenn benton lives only an hour away from me so we were we're all we're all we're all a bunch of buddies and uh so we, we've toured a lot together we're gonna do a couple more shows together overseas in, in august so that's that's the plan right now you know it would be uh pretty fucking good if uh that came down to australia just well, you're gonna we're <laughs> gonna have to talk to people about it <laughs> maybe <laughs> man have you look is there plan because it's been a little while we've missed you guys like uh you know is there plans to come pay us a visit well right now we don't but we would love to come back to australia it's 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 one of the places that we really love to play and the last time we went there it was an awesome uh, uh show we, i think we were there with hypocrisy i believe both bands played together and it was really cool good time you know so i would love to do it again you know but that's you know that's that's going to be up to the promoters out there if they want to bring on the old cataclysm back man love to see you love to see you again be so right good man absolutely uh of course uh you know what's next apart from that what, what do you got more xdo on the way solo stuff uh, we're, we're gonna write some stuff later in the year right now we're really fully uh concentrated on this cataclysm record i will do a uh two-week run in in festival mode right now going in august to europe we're doing wacken we're doing uh summer breeze metal days a lot of festivals and then uh once we're done with that we're, the record comes out august 11 obviously we're going to be pushing that and then i think i believe the first thing that's going to be behind goliath is going to be some canadian dates because we haven't played in our home country in a long time so uh, as a headliner, so we want to we want to go back there and, and start playing some shows in Canada to promote this record. Uh, and then we're going to start campaigning for it next year, the U.S., you know, and uh, Europe again, probably, and hopefully Australia. Fingers crossed, dude. Oh, and if you're doing Vakken um, and you're hanging around, there's a there's an Australian band that won the Battle of the Bands that are heading over there called Deprivation. Good buddies of mine. Heavy okay. band. If you get the chance, pop your head in and, and check them out because they're worth checking out. Do that. If That's I'm there, in the day, we'll do it. Yep. For sure. Cool. Yeah, man. Well, hey, dude, thank you again for hanging out. It's always a pleasure talking to you. We'll have all the links down here to Goliath, August 11. Go get it. I want it on vinyl. I'm going to put my pre-order in this week. Dude, thank you very much and enjoy. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. Thank you. You too, Let's man. Take care. Cheers. See you, bro.